0: On this episode of Mike Coscarelli Rules, the internet stays hating Khloe Kardashian. Facebook announces another new dating app, and sadly, Minnesota police kill another young, unarmed black man. That's a tease, and this is Mike Coscarelli Rules. He is so
1: cute. (laughs) Mike Coscarelli? Mike Coscarelli. (laughs) Mike Coscarelli is here as well. He's the producer for this failing
0: fucking radio show. A big hand from Mike something Italian. Welcome back to Mike Coscarelli Rules. It is I, failed comedian Mike Coscarelli. I'm your host on this journey. I appreciate you being here and listening to the show uh, as we start to try to get our act together here and be a little more consistent with the content. Uh, Let's start off with a little announcement first. Uh, Just so you guys are aware, now Ronnie and I are going to get to a place here where we're giving you guys... An episode sometime on Tuesday and sometime on Thursday. Uh, so this week you're covered. I already did the interview for Thursday. There's going to be no bullshit. Sean O'Hagan, who was a friend of mine who's a stand up comedian, um, and before he was a stand up comedian in the 80s and the 90s, he was a, a major part of the punk scene in Philadelphia and New York City. So he came on uh, and talked about um, punk music and hardcore music. Uh, and it's a, just a very captivating interview if you're into music and you're into um the, the grittiness of what New York was like in the late 80s and the early 90s. There's a lot of very interesting stuff there from Sean. Um, so that will be Thursday's episode. My guests today, who you're going to hear from later, uh, Jesse Jollis and Chris Burns. They have a podcast that they host together called, uh, middle children. They're both comedians, uh, and actors and directors and improv people. They're so funny and they're so great. And we do a pop culture roundup. We haven't done one of those, uh, in a minute. And I mean, these two pe- two people have such, they have such great opinions on pop culture. They're very funny. So it was a, a fun thing to listen to. Um, and a fun thing to, re- it was a fun thing to record. And I hope it's a fun thing to listen to. Uh, And fun is in short supply these days because the world is fucking... As we're coming out of this pandemic, which has been crazy enough and draining enough on all of our mental health, um, myself absolutely included, um, you know, nature is sort of starting to heal itself. And uh, as that happens, you know, humans, we are an inherently violent people. Starting to see it in the country, mass shootings are up. Um, And we have another... Um, slain young black man, unarmed black man. Important to say that. Uh, slain unarmed black man in Minneapolis, where this seems to be a huge problem. The police officers there keep fucking up, and this is happening at a time when, when the eyes of the uh, maybe not the world but the country are on Minneapolis because of the Derek Chauvin trial you could not have had a worse time for something like this to happen. Not that there's ever a good time for this shit to happen, but... So that makes Philando Castile, George Floyd, and now... um, Dante Wright. Uh, Rest in peace to all these guys. It's it's really sad to see that this keeps happening. Um, Now, I get it. There's times where accidents happen. You'll never stop this completely. But how dumb does somebody in Minneapolis have to be to know that the eyes of the world are watching them because of the Chauvin trial and how they police people and do something so careless and fuck up so badly that they kill somebody. I don't know how that doesn't make... I don't know how this doesn't help the prosecution's case in the Chauvin trial. Literally, as this is happening... The the Minneapolis Police Department fucks up and kills somebody again by accident. Now, I don't... The difference was when I'm looking at this Chauvin tape, I think there's malicious intent. That's obviously worse than what I think happened with this this woman with the taser. Uh, Obviously still a a tragedy and she still murdered somebody or, or manslaughter, but I don't think it was premeditated murder the way that Chauvin had a vendetta against George Floyd and kept a, a knee on his neck and all of that. But my God, someone's still dead because of a, a, a fucking reckless, horrible, stupid mistake. It's just unbelievable, man. There's only so much I can say about it. I, you know, I don't live this experience. Um, I think it's horrible. And I just feel so bad for the family. And I I really wish that this shit could stop because it's just a fucking disaster. It makes our country look bad. It'd be so great to stop having this debate with people, with the cops and your family and, and the people that you know. But this shit keeps happening. I just wish it would stop. All right, not much else to say. I was going to talk about how we lost DMX, and I was going to talk about Chet Hanks's, um white boy summer video which is just ridiculous but i don't know that i have the energy to do that after just talking about what i just talked about so uh i'll move on by just telling you that i don't have ronnie today she was here when we recorded the show uh, the interview yesterday ronnie right now is taking a cross-country train ride from california los angeles back to new york she's somewhere in new mexico right now i believe uh, in the middle of the desert on a train Uh, so that's fun. I'm going to have to get Ronnie's notes on her train ride when she comes back. So we'll hear from her either (laughs) by the end of the week or next week. But I think I'm going to have to do that. If I ever want to get out to Los Angeles, if you don't know me, I don't fly baby. Way too anxious to do that. Can't do that. So maybe this cross country train is, is what I need. But, uh, Ronnie, you're missed. Uh, sorry, you couldn't be here to hear me ramble about, uh, race in America and the tragedy of another, uh, unarmed dead black man in Minnesota. God, it's a tough thing to transition out of man. Cause we have, uh, you know, 45 minutes of, of fun, funny content from Chris and Jesse. And, you know, I just wish that the police would stop fucking killing people. Um, So we could have a little fun because you can't not address it. How the fuck do I, how do I come on the microphone and talk about stuff I saw this week without mentioning the biggest thing, which is just a tragedy. It's so sad. Um, but that's where we're at. So, Oh, the other thing I wanted to just make note of before we get into the interview, I have a wire that's fraying. If you hear it, you know you know me, I like my perfect sound quality. Uh, if you hear a little fraying, uh, it's my microphone, it's my wire. I'm sorry. I feel bad. You're going to just have to live with it for this episode so I can get a new wire. But um, yeah, if you hear it, that's me. Uh, before we get into the interview, do the stuff that you usually do. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Um help make me a million dollars that's all I ask that's all I ask of you Tim Dillon I heard the other night Tim Dillon makes like a hundred grand a month that's what someone told me last night whether that's true or not I don't know but um, in any case alright well I think I've done enough rambling let's get to the great Chris Burns and Jesse Jollis and we'll be back on the other side of this with a little bit of fun switch it up a bit We're back on Mike Coscarelli Rules. I am very, very excited for my next two guests to join me on this segment. Um, It's been a little while since we've done a True Blue pop culture roundup. uh, And I thought I had perhaps the two best people to bring on to talk about some of the stuff that's going on right now all over the internet and in the world of pop culture. They're two of my pals. They're comedians. They're podcasters. They're... Actors, directors, you name it. They do just about everything. Uh Jesse Jollis and Chris Burns now join me. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Wow. wow. What wow, a thrill. What an entrance.
2: <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say?
1: I said what an entrance.
2: <laughs> Sam, what an entrance. Also, I can't get over like your hair right now, Mike. It's like Mine? Do, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mike is looking very good. Mike,
2: right? like anytime. Yeah. Mike is like, he's fresh off the boat and he's like, I saw your arms at one point. You lifted them. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was going to a gun show. I'm anti gun show. But yeah.
0: Yeah. What? going a right decision. I knew having you guys on just for the even just the sake of compliments to me was the right decision. Yeah. And now I I fully fully I'm so happy that I did it.
2: Ronnie like we can't see Ronnie but she you know she's rolling her eyes like uh
0: <laughs> No Ronnie's yeah, Ronnie, this. Ronnie punching on those on those uh, <laughs> arms. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for being here. How is your pandemic going? Jesse, I haven't seen you in a minute. Chris, obviously yeah. I, I we've talked a little more recently, but everybody scattered it all was scattered sexing, all over the mostly. world.
2: Yeah, who did? You, okay, for me, yeah. I,
1: I-, <laughs> I had I said an inappropriate joke oh. that I think went unheard. I yeah, say it, it again. It. The Zoom clipped I, it. Mike said we 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 were texting recently. I said it was sexting mostly.
0: <laughs> oh, expose! Oh, oh.
1: Now that the jo- when everybody went silent, I was like, well, now the joke is no longer <laughs> funny. It's inappropriate. Wow. Well.
2: I like that for both of you. I would ship you guys. I really would. Oh, thank you. If only. If only. Yeah. I was with my parents for a little bit as, you know, any 32-year-old would uh, just to recenter and regroup. And then I was like, I do love my independence. I would like to come back. I came Mm. back promptly. You know I am I lost my job Almost immediately And so now I'm just finding myself again Who is she Where is she What will she do next Rollerblade So thank you
0: Yes Jesse. Jesse was five minutes late Because yeah. she was rollerblading Je- It was That's more right. like Nine minutes but I'm just saying <laughs> That's when did, yeah. What made you pick up Rollerblading
2: Okay, so I had a friend move into the building I live in, which is, like, unbelievable and perfect for a pandemic. And then I used to rollerblade as a kid. Like, I played you know roller hockey with my brother and my dad mm. and i was like i can't bike and biking really scares me because i do feel like i would get doored and i would die but mm. rollerblading you know it's a little bit like snowboarding and skiing i'm like give me the the thing with two legs where i get both for balance you know i know it's not as cool and i'm fo- i'm okay with that um and so yes i have been rollerblading and i found this weird like rollerblading skating community that's kind of formed i think over covid
1: That's i'm great. about to wear be the, the poster child
2: uh, you know thank you for asking i always wear my wrist my wrist guards uh and my helmet and then know the
1: appropriate names for them mike they're wrist guards, wrist guards okay <laughs> wrist
2: guards and when i'm trying to learn tricks or like how to go backwards and stuff that i put on my knee pads and my elbow pads
0: love it beautiful yeah. thank chris, you chris you're in la how's that going Good. I've actually picked up
1: rollerblading. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm in L.A. for a bit, just testing the waters, and it's it's something else. Right now, it's like kind of chilly here, and I did not pack appropriately. Can I tell um, you, every
2: time I go to L.A., it's raining and it's cold, and then people are like, this is so rare for L.A., and I'm like, it's every time I'm here.
0: Jesse is, brings it. Yeah, the yeah. rain clouds. Like we have to follow Jesse. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's depression. You know. <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: they knew we were chatting today, so yeah. it just came in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's good. I'm just living. I was in Albany for like a year, and now I'm just being a nomad. Ugh. Are you, can you get? more LA people
0: become more LA as they get out there and spend some time out there. Can you get more LA in a pandemic or no? Are you still, are you still well, Albany to your core?
1: The thing, I'll always be Albany to my core. Listen, I was in New York city for the past 10 years, bitch. And she never shed any of that. Uh, <laughs> Albany. Um, yeah, I think I'll be Albany to my core. I I was telling Jesse that I'm like I'm the f- I have yet to see anyone fatter than me here. I've been here for two weeks, um, everyone is just like looks like Dulipa kind of. Oh, wow. is the vibe. Um, Mike goes. Oh yeah, you know I love Dua Lipa. I have some He's Dua Lipa stuff coming up later. Sick son of a bitch. Oh sweet. Um, What's so sick about that? I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, it's a joke. Okay. I forgot. Uh, what, I forgot what You those gotta are like.
2: let us know when you're joking, Chris. Okay. You gotta. You gotta keep us updated. I need to know I've when never, to laugh. F-
1: yeah. I've never said anything serious in my entire life. <laughs> so I'll let you know when I'm saying something serious. <laughs> yeah,
2: that'll be easier.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. I mean. You don't have a car, though. Famously,
2: you don't have a car.
1: I don't have a car.
2: So think about that, Mike. How are you getting around? How is he getting around? How is he buying groceries?
1: I'm making it work, Uh, (laughs) just barely. But it's I'm kind of making it work.
2: He's going on like three mile hikes every day.
1: I mean, I'm walking (laughs) to the grocery store for shit. But then also, like, I have friends. It's not like I don't know anybody here. So it's. I'm getting, I'm getting there. It's well, I'm glad out. you're
0: hanging in there. Obviously, the sirens that I hear in the background must be coming from either me or Jesse's uh, screen. It's, <laughs> I, I think, think, think it's coming from
2: Chris.
1: I think it's actually coming from me. Get ironically. out of here! God yeah. damn. Why would you leave New York? You can't even
0: escape the sirens outside your window. It's actually what the fuck? been
1: this is like the quietest day I've had thus far because they're constantly doing goddamn construction, <laughs> jackhammering the road. Uh, they're building like a fucking house next door, uh, and this the the way L.A. is built. I mean, I think there's no building codes here. It is uh, what it feels like. People just do whatever the hell they want. It looks yeah. like they just like picked up a bunch of houses and trees and threw it in the air and let it land wherever it did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, no, it doesn't seem like there's any uh, uh, autonomy at all. There, you know, I think it, 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 this is the Annie Hall joke—you have like a Spanish house next to a, a German house next to a, you know, continental house. Those LA people are really, really losing it. Um, all right, let's get into some of this pop culture stuff because there's a lot of things to talk about. We might not get to all of it anyway, but there's a lot of good stuff, and um, some of it is kind of particular to you guys, which is why I thought that it might be. Uh, great to talk about some of it with you I want to start off with Chloe Kardashian because this was one of the the big stories that was going around the internet going around some of the like the tabloids and, and stuff last week but um she posted a picture as a poolside photo of the the reality star. Khloe Kardashian began to circulate last week, but then was also quickly disappearing off the internet after Kardashian exerted copyright powers to have it removed from posts across the internet. Kardashian 36 expressed, addressed her desire to remove the photo in a post Thursday, expressing unbearable body image issues. So really this is a, the picture that was going around was an untouched picture of Khloe Kardashian. And she just, she looked like a normal person. She didn't look really that much worse, that much better. She just looked like a normal person. And God forbid a Kardashian looked like a normal person ever in their life. This thing had to get pulled down. The Kris Jenner mafia uh, got to all these pictures. I think it's still also kind of hard to actually find the original picture that got posted but um, this became this free-for-all issue because I guess Khloe Kardashian's apology, uh, which was this long thing that she posted on her Twitter uh, in a couple of different pictures, uh, it wasn't really enough for people. It I guess it triggered a lot of people who have body image issues. Um, and it's this vortex that got started because the Kardashians, in a lot of people's eyes, are very responsible for um, the culture around... Uh, the social
1: around what they're complaining about. Yes.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So you have this dichotomy here where they're complaining about the fact that Chloe feels like she's being body shamed, but. You know, the Kardashians uh, have made billions of dollars uh, perpetuating this type of culture. So how do you guys feel about this generally overall? Do you take the Kardashians seriously? I, I
1: also think before we get into like the real nitty gritty here, we do need to mention that it was MJ, the grandmother that posted it and that everything legally has been them saying like mj wants this down uh, because like she's the technical owner owner of the photo got it. uh, so it's very funny that like they have to be like our 90 year old grandmother wants that photo down. yeah um, because from what i've heard uh i talked to someone who got like one of the cease and desist for their website and it was like from mj wow saying, no way like, yeah, well, like, no, very loosely, no friend of a friend.
0: Still, that's insane that there are people that actually got to cease and desist from, from the office of the grandma Kardashian to pull something off Yeah, because off the like internet.
1: legally, that's I guess. Um. It's
2: so sad. I think that like I forget how much they retouch their photos like I really do because I just don't expect people to do that. I like forget people are doing that, which is what I think is wrong with social media Mm -hmm. is you forget because also they have great editors like, you know, hats off to these editors because I believe it every time and so it's unrealistic beauty standards because it isn't real right and so then a picture of her looking great it's like uh, sad that that's embarrassing the way she looks like I'm just like she looks amazing I don't know why I mean it's sad that I mean that's probably not her brand or whatever her brand is the unrealistic well I think the whole
1: thing is like As soon as the Kardashians look like normal people, then they become... Lesser than Normal people So like I think that That's kind of why They keep up This insane Thing Because they Need to stay A step above All these people That are trying to get On their level Did you see
2: the video She posted Being like No this is my real body And it's her like In underwear Holding her boobs And then jumping And I was like The (laughs) fact She jumped Is an attack On anybody Yes she was like
1: (laughs) But the fact that she did all of this for this, I'm like, this is like insane. Ugh. Just stop. Like, just who, if, if let you it just stopped, let it die, let it die, let it die. You know, that's like Beyonce never photos. This same thing, remember around the Super Bowl when photos came out that people had taken of Beyonce like mid dancing, yeah, where she, she looked, looked like, the like crazy. Uh, yeah. 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 And her team like did the same thing and like got every photo off the internet that looked like that. Um, But she never, like, said anything. Mm -hmm. She just, like, did it quietly. If you're going to do something like that, that's how you do it. It's like, you don't come out and be like, but look at my real body in a video. I'll hold up today's newspaper to show you that it's... Yeah. You
2: frame your grandmother and move on.
0: Yes.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Part of the difference with the Beyonce thing is also it's not, that Beyonce image was not necessarily a body image uh, right. picture. That was just like a very awkward, uh, ill-timed picture of her. It's not like it didn't look like Beyonce. It was just unflattering. Right. Whereas, so it's not like her trying to scrub those from the internet, although still quite a task. Yeah. Uh, it's not as embarrassing as somebody having their their legitimate real body captured on a picture um which is something that you would do on vacation like if, totally. if we were just like all hanging out at the pool like without our shirts on or whatever and like like chris took a picture of us like playing and with a beach would. ball <laughs> or, or whatever <laughs> and there was a little bit of like flab hanging out like we wouldn't sit there and retouch vacation pot- photos you just like put them on instagram or whatever but it's also it says something about what how people view um instagram and what they actually put out there um
1: uh, because- yeah, I think you guys would be um, amazed at how many people are doing exactly that. Yeah, that's no, what I think it's
0: it so <laughs>
2: sad. I think it's so sad because also her body dysmorphia is like that's not what I look like uh, for my image, but it's like that makes, that's so sad that what she looks like is upsetting to her and not what she is able to put out, you know, into the world. That's right. sad.
0: It's literally the fact that she can't kind of uh deal with the she doesn't look bad like but the standards that they've created i guess by those standards she looks bad because when you look like you were literally etched with a pencil you know like like chloe's people make her look like somebody else remember that the the picture of like the nose job that was going around yeah uh, i mean i feel like there's
1: a new one of these like every day with chloe i think like i don't know i feel bad for her in the sense that like she's always been regarded as the ugly sister and that's like kind of what she posted is like chloe's she's like constantly hearing chloe's the fat sister chloe's the ugly sister chloe's so ugly she must have a different father like shit like that is crazy
2: no the ugly sister she thought she was the ugly sister but now she's putting out an image that isn't her
1: No, no, no But it's not that she thought she was the ugly sister It's that America for Since they've been famous Has been like Chloe's the ugly sister Chloe's the fat sister Chloe's so ugly She must have a different dad than the rest of them Because Right uh, Like like shit like that So that's why this poor bitch is like getting on Instagram Live, Being like, look, it's my real body But also a real body that it would be unattainable for somebody of our income bracket. And like yeah. she has, you know, personal chefs and trainers, the whole nine yards. So I feel sorry for her, but sorry. on the same note, it was kind of brought on upon her, but on the same note, they didn't realize what they were getting into probably when they got into the, You know, it's like, who's to say
2: it's a domino effect.
0: Do you think that this is something that could potentially, like, actually hurt the Kardashians at this point? Or are they just Teflon? No.
1: No?
2: If anything, MJ is going down. <laughs> <laughs> Poor
1: MJ. You yeah. should have known I better. also think, like, <laughs> to yeah. say to hurt the Kardashians, like, I don't think there's anything that'll... No. Like, hurt them, maybe people will hate them more but they'll still be as famous it's kind of and- smart
2: because they are like a group you know what i mean so because of that even if you don't like one the others will support the other people and then it's like you can't you can't touch it
1: yeah but it, does- it's like how they said uh remember when kim and courtney were fighting and she's like courtney you are the least interesting to look at yeah like in the family, like obviously they have a standard because <laughs> she's mad <laughs> at her for standard? being. What's the standard? Who's the le- standard? Kim and Kylie are, I yeah. think, the standard of the world. So Courtney of assuming is so in the attractive, family. though.
0: That's why, like, like even hearing that as a as a, as a man, like, who's not that much younger than them. Like Courtney to me is like, is the hot one, I think.
1: Wow. Well, so that's why it's like, that about it's like coming from kids. That's just patently false.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that means you like petite.
0: Is she
1: petite? I, I haven't think she's watched the, the show most enough.
2: Petite. Yeah, cuz Chloe would throw her around like a rag doll.
1: <laughs> Mike's like I'm simple. I like a girl that I like a very normal looking girl like Courtney Kardashian. Yeah. Good for I just you, like an Mike. 18 inch waist, not too small.
2: <laughs> Only eats vegan on Tuesdays and nothing throughout the week. Why complicate it,
0: you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't see it. Either. But don't you think that there's like – so a lot of the think pieces that are being written about this whole situation is that, that, oh, this could have been a time for reflection and whatever. Are they adverse to good PR at this point? Is there – it seems like they do try to kind of avoid the the responsible right thing at every turn because what – like wouldn't a good PR person tell Chloe like – Lean into this. Like you got, yeah, don't scrub this shit from the internet. All right. You have an issue with your body. Like you're the way it looks naturally. Like, I I understand it because it goes against your brand. But like with the with the way that, for example, the Gen Z kids sort of view body image and and view it's it's so different than than even how we viewed things when we were kids you know yeah. like 10 11 years old that I think the, the bad body image stuff was still being hammered into and I'm sure it still is to a degree but it seems like the TikTok kids really care about being nice to each other which is not you know I, I that's I, like a I new think, thing. Yeah,
1: the new generation is very um better <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they're, they're better than the rest of us and I mean because I think they've watched their parents and their like older siblings and cousins, which I feel like we would qualify under yeah. like struggle and whatever. And now they're just like, who gives a shit about everything? Like I feel like they don't care if you're fat, they don't care if you're gay. They don't care about anything. Um which is great.
0: Right. It so- is great. Doesn't a good doesn't the good PR person say like Chloe? Like just just fuck it. Like you're this is gonna be so much better for you. There's gonna be I no bet controversy. You,
2: there's definitely a PR person that's like, let's run into this full hearted. And she's like, I'll kill like, you shut up, get <laughs> this <laughs> off the internet. I'll fire you and say that it wasn't my body.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> like who, him, who, hired, who hired the fat <laughs> yeah. marketing intern? Get her out of here.
2: Get her out.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. I'm sure. I'm sure they're
2: like, we could spin it. And she's like, just like she, I'm sure Ah! is not willing to, to make that. Yeah. They're
1: like, spin it in a time machine and get it off the fucking internet. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yesterday. All
0: right. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Let's get off Chloe. Let's move on to something interesting here. Uh, The rock for president. Uh, According to the rock, he'll run if the people want it. Uh, So, Obviously, this was kicked around for a a while, I think, sort of after the Trump era started and this idea that, that, hey, we could just have a president that's not a politician uh, came about. People were really... proposing that The Rock or Oprah or Kanye West or some of these people run for president. So on Monday, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson said that he would run for U.S. president if he felt he had enough support from Americans. This is a quote. I do have that goal to unite our country. And I also feel that if this is what the people want, then I will do that. Uh, This is when he was asked about his presidential ambitions in an interview broadcast on the Today Show show. Um, on Monday, are you guys ready for pre-
1: the president? Um, president The Rock, <laughs> The Rock is not going to be fucking president.
2: We need to I'm stop like, taking people that we've seen on TV and think, oh, what if we put him behind a podium? Like that's I'm yeah. not. He could play the president in a in a t- movie or a TV show, sure. Not in yeah. my universe.
1: Yeah, I, I'm like anyone that's like. Well, if people want me to be president, I guess I'll be president. <laughs> yeah. Is like, that's like, like, we're not selecting somebody to drive to the lake house, okay? <laughs> like, no, we're not. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sick of famous people becoming fucking. It just, uh, it
2: just shows how little Americans kind of know and care about politics that we're like, well, I don't know anybody running, but what about Oprah? Everybody knows Oprah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, but Oprah doesn't know about the politics the policies everything that goes into place like oprah isn't qualified for the job we're hiring for so yeah. let's look at the candidates okay who are qualified and make a decision based on that you might actually have to read something and do research or just follow along with someone you trust their opinion that's yeah, fine too yeah just listen too. to the
1: smart people
2: listen to what Oprah says who's she voting for let's see if you're
1: thinking yeah, Oprah's of endorsement
0: it, yeah. is better than her running
1: probably True. If, if you're if you're thinking about voting for The Rock I need you to go to your <laughs> smartest friend and say who are you voting for
2: <laughs> exactly and then you
1: vote for them exactly okay because The Rock it like it, I mean from WWE right. to the highest paid actor in Hollywood to president. Uh, don't forget, he was a uh, college football player at Miami. The man has had a journey.
2: Concussions Listen. is what I'm hearing. The brain isn't <laughs> fully there. We can't.
0: What he about simply, small yeah. government? What about it? What if The Rock was running for mayor of New York City?
1: Are you more interested in that? What's the celebrity?
2: Doing? What is He's he too busy. doing? I thought he, isn't he like a the
1: the fairy too? Huh? Isn't he too busy filming like the Tooth Fairy 2 for $200 dollars million? Or I'm something? sure. But yeah. I mean he'll he'll fit it into his schedule. No.
2: <laughs> no. That's somebody else who's his assistant or the VP, whoever, who's like, I'll just run under him and control everything. And that person, yeah, I don't want him in charge either. <laughs> to put the rock in front of him and hide behind? No. It's all a scam. Don't fall for it. Okay? <laughs> We're not doing that. We is can't this, do that.
0: Would you have been more open to something like this uh, before Trump? Because this was the, uh, I, Chris. I, like I know this sounds ridiculous, the idea that the that the that one of the most famous people in the world, definitely in the country, is sitting here saying, "Yeah, well, I'd kick it around, maybe I'd think about it." Like, I, I think, I think... About, but we said when Chris was like, "The Rock's not going to be president," we all, every single person. There's like clips of people talking about
1: um, Trump on like. No, no, but for different reasons. I think if the if the rock ran, I don't think the rock's gonna run for president.
0: Maybe Uh, then,
1: if he did, do you think that people
0: might actually? Because listen, man, like people
2: are idiots. (laughs) We saw that happen. The
1: the world's gonna be over in like seven years anyway. Might as well Uh, give him a go. Let's all run for president. Part of
2: me thinks that some of the people are like. Yeah, but I saw The Rock in this movie where he was really smart and he fought off a lot of people. And it's like, that was a movie.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like <laughs> yeah. how Schwarzenegger became the governor of California. They were like, oh, Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> Strong. Yeah.
0: I mean, that is what Roger Stone in his documentary said about Trump that he was like, it doesn't matter whether he was good at politics or knew anything about politics, but he had the image of being the guy on the apprentice where he was in the high back chair. He looked presidential because he's making decisions, and the, the country got to see a guy who was, you know, pulling the trigger and, and like uh, doing things that I think a lot of people think of as presidential. And that really ended up fucking us, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it
1: did. Yeah. All
0: right, moving on. Uh, we have a Lady Gaga story. She was trending on uh, Twitter because a fan recently created a Change.org petition asking Gaga to release outtakes from her Art Pop sessions as a "quote unquote" Act Two to the album, prompted by the album's producer DJ White Shadow hinting at unreleased tracks like fan favorite "T" as an April Fool's joke. He later claimed uh, the petition, which now has over forty thousand signatures, led fans to trend the hashtag #BuyArtPop. Pony, Pony Tunes. What the fuck is this art? This hashtag. Whatever. It's it was an art pop hashtag, and got Lady Gaga's fourth album to the top three on the platform. So it's still um, uh, on the top of the charts right now, which is crazy because it came out uh, years ago. And Gaga's Wait, it's, fans it's, got. What'd you say? It's on the top of what charts? The iTunes charts.
2: The charts. The charts, Chris. The actual the charts, charts, Chris. The,
1: the charts. whole charts. album. The yeah. charts.
0: People are charts. going back and re- and rebuying the album and, and supporting the album again. No,
1: I mean, I understand what you're saying.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You seem confused, which is why I thought I'd clarify.
1: I'm confused at who's doing that, but i The charts, Chris. The charts. No, I... I, I, I... <laughs> um, Jesse, if you can name one art pop song.
2: No, nah, I don't know any. Thank okay. you.
1: Um, exactly my point. Nobody really does. Like, so that... that... I, Go ahead, Chris. I was going to, I had a question, but you please just take the floor. I'm uh, obviously a big Lady Gaga fan, but to re celebrate an album that quickly became known as Art Flop, <laughs> I, wow, I, uh, it's an interesting choice.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the reason why I thought I, I, I have a personal, I like Gaga a lot. Um, I okay, didn't Okay, Mike. Was that a surprise?
2: No. <laughs> oh. Well well after Courtney Kardashian, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I have
0: interests all over the place, guys. I and love I mean, that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You think I'm I zigging, her... I'm zagging.
0: <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I saw her at the garden during the Monster Ball tour and I was I I used to work at a radio station. I wouldn't have gone to see her, but they gave me tickets to go and and it was like a, like a Tuesday night. I was like, fuck it, whatever. I don't even really like her, but I'll go. And then I went and I was like, oh, man, she yeah. fucking rocks. Like the whole experience is one of the, the best concerts I've ever been to, hands down. It was great. Wow. And that kind of turned me into, I wouldn't say, like, I'm sure Chris is a bigger Gaga fan than I am because I don't know. I'm I don't... sure of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I do really admire and like about her is that I think that, like, every album sort of picks. She doesn't pick a new persona because I don't think that that's quite what it is. But there's different phases of Lady Gaga where I don't think that other artists fully pull that off the way that there's like there's Monsters Ball, Gaga, there's... um
1: Well, she talks about like in her her documentary and like in general how um, she is always growing and she doesn't want to be like Britney Spears who like got famous at 16 and then was just famous was that person still to this day? Which yeah. is rough
2: um, once we know the Britney story, but sure sure.
1: But give me one song on art pop.
0: <laughs> was um, not
1: Born This Way is on this, isn't it on that, isn't it? No. Is it? No. It's not. Born This Way is on Born This Way. Ronnie, Thank can you, you so check much. that please?
2: I just I'm feel positive
1: like... the album is called Born This Way.
2: Okay. Why are you so mad?
1: Cuz Mike is fact checking with Ronnie <laughs> what the album Born This Way is. Okay. Go ahead Ronnie, Ronnie, why don't you go ahead give me a fact check. What what album is Born This Way on?
0: <laughs> you can't you can't tell Ronnie what to do. Ronnie Ronnie's my employee, all right? I'll I'll have her fact check. Ronnie, fact check that please. Uh <laughs> yeah Mike,
2: it's it's Born This Way. <gasps> Shit. Hey right. Ronnie, was oh, right.
1: <laughs>
0: So. It seems like
1: the thirty year old gay man knew what the answer was.
0: Uh is uh she's obviously she's
1: kind of pivoted out of like more club music. She
2: pivoted for sure. Well, she's, she's gone.
1: So, like, she did. She was Joanne, whatever. And then all the homos were like, literally, everyone was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Wow. And she was like, I, "Everyone." And this is why she's talking about it in the documentary because she's like, "I feel like people are so disappointed, but yeah. I'm just trying to grow, whatever." But Chromatica is like super club everything. Um, so it seems like she kind of went back to.
2: But you her, know, when you're single again, you go back to the clubs
0: that's a great point
1: so it that's could a great
2: be, point Jessie. thank you it could be like she was ready to retire put her put her slippers on and just cuddle and then she goes through a breakup and she says okay dim the lights get me something you know that's stronger yeah. than water and let's hit the clubs
0: she, gets pulled, she is back dating in, someone, pulled back though. In.
2: she is seeing somebody though so, so yeah. let me but ask he could you, be if, in the clubs
0: what's your favorite? Version of Gaga Is it meat dress Gaga Is it wow. like Is it the pre Joanne Is it Tony Bennett Gaga Is it No it
1: is not Tony Bennett Gaga Is Listen. it
2: Oscar Performance Gaga
1: That's mm, no. in there too
2: No me neither See either. these
1: are all These are all Straight people Gagas These are all People that are like Not actual Gaga fans okay. I would say any of these No offense um, You're
2: acting like Courtney Kardashian Right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honey, please. and I'm instantly
0: more attracted to you.
1: <laughs> um, the fame monster, I would say, is my favorite. Ooh, so fa- that's fame monster
0: that's post Monsters Ball, that's like right after Monsters Ball. Right? Well,
1: Monsters Ball is not an album, but Monsters the Ball, monster is Ball is like an was a tour. The Monster Ball was a tour, and she <sighs> was that is the fame and the fame monster. So yeah, there was the albums are the fame, the fame monster, born this way, art pop. Um, Joanne and then uh, Chromatica. So the Monster Ball tour, which is iconic and is the one of the HBO special and stuff, is the fame and the fame monster.
0: Understood. Um, Uh, mm. Follow-up question. Is the great tragedy of 2020 that we're not getting to enjoy this um, club-centric music in public? Like... The fact that the like the Dua Lipa album that came out last year, I've I fucking love it. She is she's one of oh my god, be still my heart, Dua Lipa. Um, the fact that I haven't been able to like go to a nightclub and and just like hear. Do you those go Dua to Lipa
2: nightclubs?
0: Well, is that as who you, said, you are, Mike? As you said, Jesse, single
1: people go to nightclubs. No, so.
2: I didn't mean that for for <laughs> anybody that I know.
1: <laughs> I listen. Here is the thing. I'm very much a Jesse in. Um, like, I'm like, I hate the club. I hate the club. But every once in a while.
2: You hit the club. Uh, give
1: me some like, uh, yeah. I I'll mean, I guess club. after
2: a pandemic, I'm like, shove me in a place that's hot and sweaty and let people just touch my body.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. you, you got to <laughs> just, Yeah sometimes Kinda.
0: you need that and yeah. there is nobody that i'd rather do that to than a than a fucking do although gaga's in there too because there's some of these gaga songs where i feel like i, I finally understood it mm. like I, I as a single person like i remember so our our colleague dylan hafer yeah. um when dua lipa did snl which was in i don't know like like Right around It was Christmas not time? long ago yeah. yeah Wasn't that long ago He posted the thing I didn't re- Like I knew some of her songs But I didn't really like Know her like that yet And this is also In the midst of her Becoming like a Global mega superstar But That um That performance I just remember Like For the first time In my life I identified with A club song More than any- Like I'm just hearing The song and I'm like Yeah yeah. I-, yeah I am better off alone And I am I am fixed Like I'm I'm good and I just, like, I remember, like, like listening to it in the car when I was driving around or whatever, and I just wanted to be, like, on a fucking nightclub, like, uh, uh, in a nightclub alone, like, with nobody wow. around me, just, like, fucking dancing my ass off. And I, I want to get back to that. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to in the second half of the year. I will go to a fucking sweaty-ass nightclub and listen
1: to this music. I'm
2: excited I've, for you. Yeah.
1: Do you want my Molly dealer? <laughs> 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 All um, right. but listen yeah I feel the same way sometimes I like to get down but then it's like like I used to when I was like 22, 23 I, that was my shit but now it's like every I mean not thinking of pandemic I would still say every, I'm like, like give me a thrift months. store
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> get me a thrift store and I'll listen to Gaga there and I'll be like give me that tea cup and listen I've face. done Molly
1: in thrift stores too and it's okay. not the same high Exactly better at a nightclub it's better at a nightclub configured
0: that I hear yeah <laughs> all right well we're, we're going uh, a little more Jesse speed on this one I think so this is from the verge uh, apparently Facebook is testing a video speed dating app called sparked I uh, love how
2: that's my speed okay I
0: <laughs> love you post it a podcast too. about dating Jesse yeah
2: yeah it's going great.
0: Wait, so you just pulled the mic out of the stand like you were about to do like twenty minutes on stage. I'm like, about to let do me tell minutes. you guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh,
0: so to give just a little background for the listener, test- Facebook's it. testing this video speeding date app. Um, it requires a Facebook profile to create an account, which shouldn't be surprising. Uh, It's developed by the company's NPE team, which is Facebook's in-house group that works on experimental apps. So this is still kind of in beta, but The Verge, I guess, has the drop on what this thing is going to be. Uh, It promises no public profiles, no swiping, no DMs, and that it's free to use. The app will seemingly cycle people through speed video dates that last four minutes. It's unclear how many video dates a person will go on per event, but the app says that if you, quote, both have a great time, daters will then be scheduled for for a ten-minute second date. Uh, after that oh. point, Sparks suggests that they can exchange contact information and stay in touch through Instagram, iMessage, or email. Um, do you like this idea overall? Let's start with you, Jesse.
2: Now, some of you might be saying, Jesse, have you done speed dating? Jesse, have you done virtual speed dating? And the answer <laughs> to that question would be yes. Okay. To both. <laughs> and here's the thing: speed dating, unless this is different, is normally a different type of like desperation like when I went to an in-person speed dating I actually did leave before the event because mm-hmm. I went I saw people there and I said I can't be here <laughs> I literally can't be here I'll well, die but what in this made room. you say
0: that was it, the cal- was it the caliber of people that were there was it the environment itself like was uh, it setting yeah. in that you were going to have these like two minute dates with all these different all people of the it above. was all <laughs>
2: the above it was like okay. the bar was dark and scary and all the men were over 50
1: Oh, okay. They were like, turn down the lights. We need these men to be more appealing. Yeah. And like
2: sitting in a corner in a way that I said, you know what? If I just go to a bar, I'll just see hot guys there and then I'll just look at them from there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm with like, you. I did a virtual one. It was a very similar thing. Like, I did it. And now the company, like, once you're like, whatever, you do well, they tell you about going for free all the time because, like,
1: you they know probably they probably also have way more men than women so they yeah. like probably really want women
2: yeah exactly but when you do it it's like really kind of weird and creepy and then at the end at least the when I did it all the guys are like I'm gonna put you down put me down okay I'm gonna put you down put me down okay I'm gonna put you down put me down and you're like okay and then you're just like get me out of here get me out of here
0: Okay, so let's say, so this is this is kind of piggybacking. When I saw this whole thing go down, uh, Casey Balsham, friend of of mine, uh, comedian, um, had this idea or something similar to this idea. I guess this is more. This she's engaged,
1: everyone, or married. She's married. She's married. married, So let's just make sure that we know that before we hear this idea (laughs) about singles.
0: (laughs) But she, so she, she thought that it could be this could be like a version of Hinge. That or or Bumble or whatever, where you swipe on somebody like Jesse, you and I match on the dating app, and then it immediately goes into a FaceTime. I think that's like,
2: crazy. That's psychotic.
1: Because I would I throw my phone. You wouldn't first fuck with all that.
2: All, no. First of all, you no. unless because then you're gonna match totally differently. Like I'm not gonna match with anybody. I'm even a maybe because I'm like if I go to the right and he already has. I'm about to be thrown into a chat room.
1: Yeah. I- also, yeah. So, but then you would be like, okay, so I'm going to do this. I know I'm getting thrown into a chat room. Let me get dressed up, look good. You do that. And then what if you don't make any matches? Talk about wanting to, like,
2: yeah. Can you imagine? No. That would be me. I, I would still, be like, oh. The, I still have done video dates and video chats before a lot of my dates. And, like, first of all, you always got to have a time limit where you're like we just have to talk for 20 minutes I just want to make sure you're literally a normal human and the vibes okay (laughs) and then like we can meet up in real life
0: so then do you like this idea of doing the like the the first short date then the second 10 minute date on here's the thing
2: I'll only do it if I know that like um that guys and like hot guys are doing it do you know what I'm saying because I know that guys who are socially awkward are gonna do it of course. Right. Or like older, like I'm sure anyone who's like, but that's the thing until everybody's doing it. And honestly, I don't know about you, but when you have an in-person or even a virtual call that goes badly, it's, there's nothing more draining in the entire world.
1: Yeah. I would literally yeah. rather have a terrible in-person yeah. thing than a video. Um, I would do it if they want a sponsor and they have money. That's how <laughs> you I wait to it. go.
2: You wait to go. Yeah, I'd host the event. I'd love to host it. I'd be like, yeah. Guys, I'm co host. Yeah. Let's get meeting each let's other. Let's get
1: physical.
2: <laughs> Virtually. Now remember the rules. You can't leave or go anywhere.
0: <laughs> okay. And fair. be
2: nice to each other. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that would you do it, Mike?
1: Of course Mike would. Wow. I'm pretty desperate. Uh, at the moment, why? So, no, Mike. Mike is confident. See, this is the difference. Mike says desperate. That's confidence that you would do something like that.
0: That I would do something like this. This Facebook. What
2: apps are you on, Mike?
0: I'm on Hinge what apps aren't and Bumble. you on?
1: Okay, oh, those that? are the and two. And I have I would Tinder, but I
0: never use it. I honestly, I barely use Hinge at this point because I don't really think Hinge is that great. To be honest, like, do you I, like Bumble? H- Lately, yeah, the last probably month to two months. I I've met. The yeah, two how girls many have that, you
2: met in person?
0: A good amount. I, I the, the, I'd say the two girls that I've had like pseudo relationships. Yeah, because they're a not little. really relationships, but like like I probably I dated two different girls for probably like a like a month and a half. A okay, pop, um, a pop. which has been the most promising. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, one promising. Dumped that's me, promising. and then
1: The other one we kind of had like a mutual split. Okay, um, one dumped me, and then the other one we. Kind of had a mutual split. This yeah. poor girl is still mourning. Aww. No, I don't think so. Trust me. I don't think so. She's all right. <laughs> but
0: I, I, I've met both of those girls off Bumble. Um, and then I've just had more, I think I've met up with more people from Bumble, which is crazy. Cause at first it was the opposite. I wasn't meeting up with a lot of people. Bumble was the one that I was just like, this sucks. These girls don't message first ever. Like, so, you know, what's the point of being here? um, But then it got to a point where it was like... I don't know. It just, I don't know what changed. I don't know if my profile got better or like what the deal was. Well, is, but I think
2: also like the vaccine, the time of the year. Yeah. Like, I think all of that also. I mean, because who wants to go on dates like around the holidays? You're just like, I'll see you when I see you. And then yeah. Valentine's Day can be tricky. I don't know about f- other people, yeah. but I'm like, I'll see you in March and April. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> February in and of itself was also pretty tough with the pandemic. But yeah. That's also more the reason why I was like, please, let's go out. Please. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just like, I remember, like I remember Valentine's Day, and not that I'm necessarily. I did a, like a little production piece on this show about Valentine's Day, where I was just kind of like expressing how lonely it was, and part of it was like it's the first Valentine's Day that I had had without my ex.
2: I'm dead. Okay, in years, in
0: like in like four years, wow. f- almost five years. So that Jesse- there was <laughs>
1: <laughs> what Jesse and I are both like. Tell us about <laughs> being lonely on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Now, how please. did you
0: feel? Uh, you know. It was... Uh, it was amplified by the fact that at that time my roommate had had COVID. So we, we were coming off of being like locked in for two weeks. So it was just lonely and it was lonelier because like both of my roommates had girl have girlfriends and they were with their girlfriends or their girlfriends were here or whatever. So it's just like that's sort of in your face, not their fault, but like it is what it is. And then on top of that, yeah, you're just like thinking about like, oh shit, this is the first time I'm not with my ex and this is the first time, like not only am I not with my ex, but I don't even have like a prospect because everybody's just like laying low and hanging out because it's 20 degrees outside and we can't go inside anywhere. But um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I would add another app. Some Unless, here's the thing. I think that, I think for guys, a guy is more likely to, hop on an app or do like you were talking about speed dating, how there's more guys there or whatever. I think it, I don't even really have a lot of single friends at this point, but let's say I had like, like a couple guys that I was like, they were like the guys that I went out with. They were like, all right, we're all single. Let's go out like, and and like see if we can meet women or whatever. Like I, it, like we used to when I was in my like mid twenties before everybody else became an adult. <laughs> but, um, if if like two or three of those guys were like dude you got to get on you know uh sparked uh or whatever the fuck this thing was called yeah sparked you got to get on sparked because there's so many girls and they're just like then i think that like i would entertain it but to just just for the sake of having another app yeah i can't imagine just being like oh great here's this
2: i could be crazy but i feel like this summer is gonna be just a Fuckfest? fucking party yeah like yeah I, I don't know who is like i mean i'm sure like you know you it depends but i think that everybody's in just such a state that it's like apps are fun but are we like are we all just gonna meet at bars like because i mean i know people are in relationships but also a ton of people in relationships just got out of relationships
0: yeah Yeah, they're ending. These quarantine relationships are absolutely about to just go. People are back
2: on the market and it's going to be like, I mean, I think it just is going to be bananas.
0: I agree. I think it's going to be nuts. And I think that that's why like, so I I have a friend uh, who hosts a dating podcast who I was talking to about this and she was saying um, in her mind, it's like if she meets somebody off the apps, they get a weekday date they get like monday, tuesday, wednesday or thursday, even thursday's kind of pushing it, but you get the weekday date. Friday, Saturday, Sunday you got to leave it open just in case like you're out somewhere and you meet some like you need those nights to socialize with your friends and go some cuz by all accounts, now that everybody's getting vaccinated and all that stuff, it seems yeah. like we're going out again. Like I
2: think I think so. Chris yeah. is going to go wild, right, Chris?
1: You know me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's going to be crazy. Yeah. So, uh, we're in agreement we don't really need
0: another dating app. Uh, no. Can it be topped? Can like can the the Bumble or Tinder format really? The reason
2: it can't be topped is cuz again, that's where all the people are. So like, right. the reason that can't be topped is like I'll join an app. Oh, you know what? I heard about this app which I actually love. It's called Thursday. And the way the app works is you can only message on Thursday. And the reason what? I like that is because it's like either set up a date or like don't talk to me for a week.
1: I, I'm like over all I these like fucking that. apps. It's like we have, it's like Netflix, Hulu, and now we're <laughs> popping up with Paramount Plus. <laughs> like Netflix, Hulu, here's Peacock. Like right.
2: Peacock's enough. great for dating.
1: Peacock's great for dating. It's in the name, Listen, Peacock. But what exactly. we do. I'll tell you, peacock it's, the around. App, it's the only app that I use on hello, a regular
0: basis.
2: hello. <laughs> All
0: right, last thing. We'll do it quick and then we'll get out of here. You guys have been gracious with your time and I don't want to keep you much longer, but- uh bethany frankel stopped by near York comedy club last night to do a surprise stand-up comedy debut i was gonna say debut. set it was a set but it was her stand-up comedy debut she says it was the first time and maybe the last time she will ever do stand-up but she had a camera crew with her she has a production company um but mm. it made me wonder uh chris i know this is a little more your expertise who do we think the funniest housewife is because i would not have best guessed bethany
1: um, I don't think Bethany either. I mean, he, all, the, the, how many stand ups, like s- stand ups? How many housewives are like, I'm a comedian now because people on the show say I'm funny? Um, <laughs> I guess the funniest I would have to say would be Sonia, probably, because she's just like funny without trying to be. I think the funniest, like stand up wise, I don't, I'm going to stick with. Is Sonia. Sonia. I don't think any of the them way. are that funny. None of them are like funny stand-ups. Do we but I think f- Sonia is like funny. We have no love for Teresa. Does she do stand-up? No, 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 no. But like, I think she's No, like we have the- no love for Teresa. No? I have no love for Teresa. <laughs> See, the thing well, is- Teresa's funny. T- Teresa's good to laugh at because she's yeah. so yeah. mean. Okay. But <laughs> I'm on Team Jackie, okay? So... Okay. Uh, I, I mean... Yeah, I guess Teresa can be funny, but they all can be funny. That's why we like Housewives because they're unknowingly funny. It's a fair point. Sonia, I think, is like kind of in on the joke,
2: kind of. a little bit, yeah, sometimes.
1: <laughs> just I, I'm just
2: thinking about like who could who could re- read us remember a script. That's my question. And right now, I'm
1: like, we would have to go Beverly Hills because they always have the former like actors. That's like, what yeah. I think. You're right. I
2: think Renna could crush on in standup. She'd oh, memorize. Yeah. Okay. She'd memorize, and she'd shimmy out. She'd be like, "Wow!" Oh.
1: She's a performer. She's I a agree. performer.
2: I think she'd nail. But like, if I'm thinking about Sonya reading a script, I'm like, "In what world?"
1: That's fair. <laughs> I, if if it was a, a planned improv, show,
2: improv, Sonya would crush.
1: <laughs> I want to see an improv scene with Sonya and Lisa.
2: Absolutely.
1: I dig it. I dig. That's, it. It. That's what I'm talking about. Like I
0: said. <laughs> I said we'd make it quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was good just even seeing you guys and talking to you guys because it's been a minute and I miss yeah. you both very much. Oh, um, thank you, Chris. Uh, That's so sweet. So plugs that I have right now. Uh, you host a show together, a podcast called Middle Children. That's um, a Patreon show, right? If people want to hear it, it's a Patreon show.
1: No, there's also a Patreon, but you guys can hear it for free wherever you listen to podcasts. And then if you still want more, you can go to patreon.com/slash-middlechildren.
0: There you go. Jesse also hosts a podcast called No Such Thing as Love, which is a dating podcast. So uh, I a lot more of uh, a nice the meat of our conversation. (laughs) It's true. And where can folks find you on social media? I'm assuming that realistically, people are going to. They know you more than they know me. So, but let's
1: just throw it out there just to be safe. <laughs> you can find me at Jesse Jollick on Instagram.
2: <laughs> and you can find me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. All
1: like
0: right, the guys. character. Well, thank you again for being (laughs) here. (laughs) To the listeners, thank you so much for listening. You can find me at Mike Coscarelli on all social media. You can find Ronnie Side at Ronnie Side on Instagram. Uh, And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. You know the deal. No need to even really repeat it. But we appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you with more content next week. Goodbye. Mike Coscarelli Rules is hosted by Mike Coscarelli. Executive Producer Mike Coscarelli. Supervising Producer Mike Coscarelli. Associate Producer Ronnie Side. Edited by Mike Coscarelli. Sound Design by Mike Coscarelli. Podcast and Social Artwork by Chris Cheney. Special thanks to all the losers and the haters.